listening to booze bullshit and true crime i'm wade i was gonna say i'm anxious as hell oh <laughs> i was trying to beat you to the intro you did i'm brie i'm wade oh i thought you already said that you got an eyelash sticking straight out of your face my eyelash sticking straight out of my eyelashes yeah that's crazy that is crazy so for those of you that don't know us in real life we are going to thailand tomorrow are you excited yeah, I'm super excited for you to stop being anxious and snappy. How much money do you want to bet that I'm going to have tummy issues? Oh, you're going to have tummy issues, you're going to have a conniption fit on the plane, you're going to have a conniption fit in Beijing, you're going to have a conniption fit in Bangkok. Yeah, so. Banging cocks usually make me have a conniption fit. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't know any other comeback to say but that. Good job. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be there for 10 days, and don't try and rob our fucking house, because we have somebody that lives with us all the time, and we have dogs that'll eat your face off. You are not happy to be here today, are you? <laughs> I'm trying so hard to make you laugh, or maybe I'm just not funny. You're just not being that funny. <laughs> I try so hard. You do. I you do. do. I do. Um, and so I just don't know why the fuck we're doing this right now what are we doing thailand crimes what are we doing thing ever thailand crimes murders why is that the dumbest thing ever because we're going to fucking thailand (laughs) yeah it probably wasn't the best idea in the entire world i'm still excited to go though because you know what even after reading all the shit that i read about thailand not any worse than the country that we live in no it's true in different ways maybe but not as a whole I think they are a lot better in a lot of ways. Yes, we are further away and have no idea how their law works. So my aunt and uncle told me that you're not supposed to like point at things with your finger, that that's rude. I don't know how I'm not going to do that. That's just like a reflex thing. Yeah. What was the other thing? Spitting. Well, I mean, is defacing the isn't spitting rude everywhere? Probably. Um, the whole money thing with the, not the, there's not a president, the emperor, empire, whatever the fuck. <laughs> the <is>. empire. <laughs> what, what the the f- Thailand empire. <laughs> king. The king. Thanks, Thank Dad. Doug. <laughs> um, no defacing the king. Yeah, so you can't, like, no freedom of speech, no talking shit, no defacing anything with the king's face on it. Defacing, get it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you are not funny today. I have been drinking for the past hour, so I think I'm pretty funny. You've been drinking for the past like 26 minutes. Just one drink. Still working on the same drink. And that's why it's okay. All right. So, I had the great idea to do, you know, Thailand murders, like Wade said. And I thought it was going to be really interesting because I was going to research the country. And what I found is the areas we are going in Thailand, two of them are the most, like, how do I want to say this? Like, the crime rates are the highest in those areas, basically. Because they're so populous. And I don't know how to say any of this, so don't at me. I know I'm fucking it up. But... Patia, P-A-T-T-A-Y-A, right? Yeah. I don't know how to actually say it, but I'm going to guess Patia. We're going there, and my case is from Patia. Wade's case, I believe, is from an island off of the coast of Patia, and I've already heard interesting things about that location because it's supposed to be like a lot of sex trafficking goes in and out of there because they have the pier, right? They can, like, run people out. And there's lots of drugs. There's lots of just crime and people getting shitty fucked up and doing bad things. Yep. Yeah. Um, but was I right, though? Is yours off the coast of Patia? Like, uh, it's yeah. one of the islands. Yeah, I think it is one of the ones off of Patia. Pretty sure it is. And I didn't do this case, but I found 
so many cases of tourists coming to Pattaya. Yes. A lot of UK tourists do, though. Yes. Yeah. I wonder why there's such a high population of UK tourists in Thailand. And then when we tell people we're going to Thailand in the US, they're like, why the fuck are you going there? Yeah. Get culturalized, motherfuckers. I am excited. I think it was a good choice. I'm pumped. I really just want to be on the plane already. I really want to be be off the plane already. Yeah. Now. That's just going to be a whole nother leg of the journey. I hate people enough as it is. And then if you stick me in a place where we're all breathing the same air, I can't leave. And I'm forced to sit in very close proximity with a bunch of fucking people. I'm just going to get drinks and watch movies. I mean, that's what I'm going to do too. But homies, this flight is 22 hours long. 24 on the way back. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. With a 10-hour layover in Beijing. Yeah, true. So we're going to have... That's like too long to just like do a few things and like keep yourself busy and then get back on the plane, but too short to like go out of the you know airport and actually get a hotel and sleep sleep so we're gonna get a hotel in the or an air or a room in the air god damn it (laughs) fuck we are going to get a room in the fucking airport in beijing fuck i think it should depend on how we're feeling though because if we're not tired we're just gonna sit and stare at each other but at least we'll be able to sit and stare at each other somewhere that's not crazy busy you know what i heard about those like airport lounges yeah where you can pay and you get like just a room with not as many people, comfy couches, outlets that you can use. I think that might be worth it on the way back. Probably. Because on the way there, we're getting up at the ass crack of motherfucking dawn tomorrow, which we're recording Sunday, so it'll be Monday. You guys get your episode um, a day early, so you're welcome. But you won't get an episode for the next two weeks anyways. Bye. Um, Today's not Sunday. Yeah, it is. Oh, that's right, it is. What did you think it was? Saturday. Nope. Oh. I worked that day. I definitely know it's not that day. But we're going to get up super early, go out to San Francisco, fly out of there, and then have pretty much a solid day of flight. Our layover is an hour and 15 minutes. So if anything happens, we fucked. We fucky fucked. She just needs to be optimistic this entire time. She has not been optimistic. Just be optimistic. Nothing's going to happen. I'm going off my track record in life. <laughs> you can't base <laughs> things off of that. Okay. Because then they're always going to be negative. I mean, fair point, yes. So don't, don't base it off of that. Then it won't be negative. <laughs> I don't know how to stop the cycle. I'm already a boulder running down the fucking mountain at this point. Fucking put the brakes on or something. I have no idea. Pump the brakes. All right, we've been talking for... at that point is not going to work. You're going to have to slam on them. I mean, it's a boulder. They have brakes. (laughs) Duh. Duh, it's a A little saddle and everything. (laughs) But we are going to be out of the country. And I thought about, like, recording multiple episodes and releasing them all before we left. But to be honest, life has been really hard lately. (laughs) We're not even home that much. So forgive us. I will give you, I promise, a mini-sode and an actual episode after we get back and have at least a couple of days to readjust. Um, We're going to have two days of travel, so you got plenty of time right there to do notes. Ooh, good point. Okay. Ooh, you're so smart. Why are you so mean to me? Why do you want to go to Thailand with me? I, I want to go to Thailand. Never said anything about with you. FYI, this is supposed to be our honeymoon, so. (laughs) Our really, really late actual honeymoon that we're having. It's not really, really late. But if you guys have anything you'd like me to do a mini-sode on, or any theme you guys want to do, please go on our Facebook or our Instagram, or, fuck, email us, boozebsandtruecrime at gmail.com, or boozebullshitandtruecrime on Facebook and Instagram, and tell us what that theme is, because I'll have plenty of time to do thorough research. So let a fucking girl know. Sure. All right, you ready to be terrified? Yeah. yeah. I don't think yours is going to terrify me. I mean, my background terrified me more than my story did. 
So you did like 12 pages of background and like 12 pages of notes? No, I did four pages of notes and two pages of background. Damn. No, I'm trying to... Minimized it. Slim fit it. Well, you should talk for a little bit longer so you get to 10 minutes. Why? Just so we have an actual episode instead of it being 30 minutes long. Why are your notes like half a page long or something? No, but my case really wasn't like... I wasn't going to go all in-depth my case because I'm kind of going to Thailand, so I kind of really didn't want to. You should have because I was really – I know what his case is because it's the one that came up when you search, like, murders in Thailand. It's the most recent, and it, all the articles for, like, the first few pages of Google is that case, and I didn't read anything about it, so I'm excited to hear your story but you i cover know. most i cover all of it it's just there's a lot of other things that they get off you can go off onto which okay. you'll learn about it's when you connected it. in other ways or whatever yeah i mean it's the biggest case that thailand's had because it hit international news oh, it was I multiple people that were fucking up in thailand so right you know the victims families and the suspects families in thailand and that's three different countries right there God, that sounds like a clusterfuck legally. Yeah. Um, I didn't put it in my actual background, but what honestly, like, I read and research and listen to information about murder and true crime all the time. So, yes, it's made me, like, a slightly paranoid person because I know it happens, but that didn't even freak me out as much as me reading about, like, the real scams that are done in Thailand. And I'm not saying, like you buying something counterfeit or something like that. Like where the police arrest you and frame you for shit so you pay bail. Like that kind of thing. It okay. happens. It fucking happens. So that's slightly alarming. Um, but as far as background goes, why I wanted to start with that, I'm stoked we found all this out before we left. It really put my mind at ease. Um, crime does run rampant in Thailand, but the biggest issue that Thailand faces is corruption. So that scam I was just talking about is an example of... Corruption. Yeah, police corruption. Mm -hmm. um, so corruption can range anywhere from bribery to full-on police collusion. So I would say police collusion i feel like they were referring to like the police working jointly with criminal criminals within thailand yeah <clears throat> and then bribery you know if there's a court hearing the police pay off whoever they want to pay off and then they get what out get out of whatever they want to get out of yeah there's no accountability the country also struggles with drugs prostitution international tourism trade and cultural factors contributing to certain issues being ignored. Um, Buddhism in itself, people don't really like to interfere with other people's shit. Everybody pretty much respects one another, but because of that, sometimes things can be turned a blind eye when they shouldn't be. Yeah. <clears throat> Not that it's a bad thing, but culturally that does kind of like lend itself to that situation. It doesn't help. In recent years, crimes like auto theft and violent crime have been on the rise. Most of the crime happening in Thailand is concentrated in ultra-urban areas. So that's why I was saying Bangkok and Pattaya. Those are the two places we're going, and those are the two most heavily like crime-ridden places in Thailand. I mean, so a good thing we're spending half of our time there. In two of the most populous areas with the most crime and the most sex trafficking and drug trade. Sweet. So that's Sounds good. like perfect. Sweet. I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm -hmm. um, the prime areas where drug abuse runs rampant are Bangkok, Pattaya, and Phuket. So we gonna have fun. Yeah. <laughs> drugs. Drugs, drugs, drugs. Speaking of drugs, the most widely abused range from Kratom, which do you know what Kratom is? It's, an, it's a, like an opiate-based thing, isn't it? No and yes. So it's not an actual opiate. Remember, I was taking Kratom for a while for my oh, fibromyalgia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a substitute for opiates that has similar effects to opiates, but it's a natural substance. And don't quote me on this. It's like tree root or tree bark. It's yeah. something from a tree. It's natural. And I took it for a while um, to try and help with my fibromyalgia. I don't 
feel like it helped my pain enough for me to continue taking it, but it definitely has like a very like small like euphoric effect from it. Yeah. It's interesting. So I believe Kratom is illegal in Thailand. So that's why I was saying they struggle with it. Also, opium dens are pretty prevalent in Thailand. Yes. Local herbal medicine, which is what got me excited. And something called Yaba. Have you heard of that? Mm-mm. It literally translates to mad drug. So it's meth. Can you let me say my notes? Yes. No. It all leads back to meth. Um, it's a tablet, though. It's generally seen in a like pressed tablet form. And it consists of caffeine and methamphetamine. Oh, nice. Like, why the caffeine, though? So you don't get a headache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know. That's weird as hell. The meth is plenty. No, no, the caffeine sets it off. So if we hear Yaba, we need to turn in the other direction and walk away really, really fast. Okay. Um, okay. So now this isn't funny. This is actually the worst thing ever. But methamphetamines are so widely abused throughout the country that they're used on animals as well. Specifically gibbons, which I don't know what that is, but we're going to motherfucking see them. Slow larises and elephants so that they will work longer hours. So those are animals that are typically like you can pay to take a picture with them or you ride them. That's really bad. That's fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. I don't think I would want to give an elephant meth. They are very strong. Yeah, no, fuck off. Also, it's horrible, but, like, seriously, those things could just squish you. Squish, squish. They're not going to let us in the fucking country after this episode releases. (laughs) Um, Drugging of locals and tourists by sex workers is infrequent, but not, like, super uncommon. It's definitely not unheard of in areas like Phuket and Patia. So that's all I wanted to say on the bad stuff because it started actually freaking me out. So let's go ahead and balance all this shit out with some cool facts about Thailand, shall we? Sure. Okay. It has one of the world's most diverse ecosystems. I shared that fact Whoa. with your parents at dinner last night. Oh, yeah? What'd you get? What did I get? We got burgers. Oh, yeah. I got burgers. We could barely walk. We were so full after that dinner. Oh, thanks, Dad. <laughs> thanks, Dad. And Mom. Dad paid. I mean, they're married, but yes. Um, (laughs) Thailand is made up of 1,430 islands, which I didn't know. 1,430? 1,430. That's a lot. 1,430 islands. Thank you. You're welcome. They have an annual monkey buffet in front of the Pra Praying Sam Yacht Temple. What is that? So, more than 600 monkeys are treated to a buffet of meat, fresh fruit, salads, and ice cream. Want to hear the most wholesome part? The residents of the village this temple is in conduct the festival as an act of thanksgiving to the monkeys for bringing tourists to the area. So they give them a bomb-ass dinner every year. (laughs) I thought that was really nice. Feed the monkeys. Feed the babies. Feed the monkeys. That's what we say when Wade's hungry. We say, feed the babies. Feed the babies. Yes, because I get all cranky. Granky? Cranky. <laughs> I get cranky, too. You get worse than I. Um, no, I think we are equal. Mm, okay. And then if we're both hungry, we are both so angry, and we have gotten in some of our worst fights because we were hungry, and then we ate and just looked at each other, and we're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Beer? <laughs> I feel so much better now. Get to your notes. Let's get this over with. I want to go to Thailand. Okay. So, I'm only going to say this guy's name once. Plus, you want me to repack my bag when it's already packed. We need space for souvenirs. And that's why she wants me to unpack my bag. My suitcase is full. (laughs) And my suitcase is the max size that you can bring. I'm going to look cute, though. Except for my hair. I'm going to look cute, though, because I have my big orange... Amazon suitcase. <laughs> no, I mean, because all the clothes in it. Oh. <laughs> Get your case. Glad you uh, caught up here with me. Okay. Like I said, I'm only going to say this guy's name once because I'm going to completely butcher it. His name's it. once. You try first. What does that say? I'm trying. Whale Nabil Salman Zurichot is so this guy's name. Looks great. 
A weird-ass name for a piece-of-shit human being. This guy is literally the worst. He is the worst. It's a recent case. It happened in March of this year. Um, the story starts with some shocked locals in a boat off the coast of Patia. Weren't we going to take a speedboat from Patia to Kolarn? Mm-hmm. That's literally... So in a speedboat going from Patia to Kolarn... All these tourists are in this boat, and they see out in the water what they initially believe to be a doll. It's never a doll. Mm -mm. It's never going to be a doll. Upon closer inspection, they discover it's the body of of a one-year-old boy, and he's tied to a stroller. Okay? And this is off the, what is it called? The Bali Holly Pier, I think. Something like that, yeah. The one that comes out of Patia. Police arrived on the scene and recovers the boy, recovered the boy's body from the water. They then launched a manhunt for the boy's father, a Jordanian tourist. I'm going to call him Mr. Z because his name is too much. Mr. Z was detained at the airport in Bangkok, which I didn't even want to attempt how to say that airport. It's the one that we're flying into. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. It... Starts with an S, and it probably has every single letter in the American alphabet within it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mr. Z was detained at the airport in Bangkok. He rose suspicion from behaving strangely is the only thing I could find. I don't know why he was behaving strangely. He was attempting to board a plane back home to Jordan. Um, and luckily they caught him before he actually boarded the plane back home. 52-year-old Mr. Z and his 22-year-old wife, Adian Ali Ali, had come to Patia to vacation. This piece-of-shit dude presented this trip as a way to reconcile his marriage to his wife, to, like, you know, say that's why he was doing this, all the while knowing the entire thing was a ruse to leave his son in Thailand once they were there um, and then just take off with him and just leave him in a foreign country. Yeah. Yeah, he's the worst. He even went to the trouble of getting a separate passport for his young son, Omar. And can you explain this? Is it because, can you get a passport with your kid and separate from your kid? Mm-hmm. Why would you get it separate, though, if they were just traveling by themselves? Because they could themselves? grow up and have their own passport. Because you could just renew it. Wait, so how do you put your kid on your passport, then? You, I mean, the kid is one years old. So there's no point of him having his own passport. You would typically get it, you know, you'd get your own kid's passport when he was like 14 or 15. That way when you go out of the country, it's good for like three years. So then he's 18, 17, 18, he could renew his passport if he wants it. But I thought it was like a record-keeping thing. They don't want any direct evidence of a child being in the country because isn't that what the passport does? Well, you would still, they'd still claim you because the Oh, so it'd be in your passport. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Okay. Or on the plane well, I don't know, plane ticket or whatever it is. I just yeah. got my first passport this year, so I didn't know that was a thing. I thought if you were traveling you had to have your own passport. Obviously that's not the case, at least in Jordan. So this guy took the time to, you know, apply for his one year old son to have his own passport because then when they came back tried to come back into the country, it wouldn't raise suspicion that their son wasn't with them. Mm-hmm. Piece of shit, piece of shit, piece of shit. Once the family landed in Thailand, Mr. Z began to pressure his wife into leaving their young son behind. His reasoning to leave Omar behind was that the boy had too much of a financial impact on him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's widely reported that Mr. Z is a trader in Jordan and a very, very wealthy man. He did some interview, not interviews, but he basically did a reenactment of the crime scene with the Thai police, and there were reporters that were, like, asking him questions, and he was answering, and he was basically saying, like, like, he's trying to chalk it up to, I'm such a poor man, I can't afford, you know, to have this boy, much less go on a vacation to Patio, which my wife forced me to do, and then in reality, he's actual like, stock trader in Jordan, and he's super fucking rich. Piece of shit. Example number two. Number two. Though while, um, 
in Thai police custody, Mr. Z insisted he was a poor man just like he did to the reporters. So even when he was questioned, that was his excuse as well. After trying to convince his wife to abandon their baby to no avail, the wife phoned home and she was super distraught, obviously. At this point, oh, I think I'm going to sneeze. And now I said I'm going to sneeze and now I can't sneeze. Uh, Bananas. Bless you. Oh, God. Okay. Um, so, wife is freaking out. She phoned home distraught saying, you know, my husband wants us to fucking leave our child here. That ain't happening. It's my baby. I'm upset. At this point, piece of shit Mr. Z took his wife's smartphone, like, from her while she was talking to her parents and told her to pack their belongings because they were going home right that instant. So she thought, like, okay, like, we're going home. Um, in the meantime, he said he would take his son out for a walk and buy some essentials for the trip home. Okay? This is when um, he loaded little Omar in his stroller, and he walked him up to the Bali Pier on the south side of Patia City, which is where we're leaving from to get to Kalarn, the island yeah. we're going to when we go there. And this is all I'm going to be able to think about when we're waiting on that pier to be taken by the ferry. So thank you, Google. Thank you, Google. Thank you, you. Thank You're you. You're the one that wanted to do this. My own brain. I, I, I know. I know. Yeah. I, I want to yeah. know everything yeah. about something before I go do it, and then I'm disappointed when I research it and it scares the shit out of me. I am made this way. I can't help it. Okay. Um, okay. None of this is funny. So he goes to the pier. He bound the boy's legs to the stroller that he was in, and then he just tipped him over the edge of the pier and turned around and walked away. Oh, my God. Yeah. I. He's one. He's a baby. Not that it would be any easier no matter the age of the child, but like. He can't do anything. He is helpless. He can't even untie himself. Mm-hmm. Um, after he did this, Mr. Z returned to the hotel room that he was sharing with his wife. And he told his wife that he had, quote, left the boy with friends. They're from Jordan. They don't have friends. What fucking friends are you going to have in Patia City? Mm-hmm. He then told her that she must relinquish any claim to the child if she ever wanted to see him again. Him as in the husband. The husband, yeah. Yeah. So you better shut the fuck up about how upset you are that your son's gone or you're not going to see me either. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's the worst. The wife fled from the hotel, but not before attacking Mr. Z, so she just, like, beat the shit out of him with all of her might, just, like, scratched the shit out of Good. him. Good. Fuck yeah. I would have probably killed him, so she showed mm-hmm. more restraint than I did. Um, she then filed a missing persons report on the boy in Thailand. The brother of Mr. Z was speaking out to the press after this happened. Uh, the brother lives in Jordan. He had relayed that after a year of marriage, Mr. Z's wife had become pregnant. And, you know, most couples would be super stoked. Yeah. Um, Mr. Z continually harassed his wife for the entire pregnancy about getting an abortion. Was like, I don't want to spend money on this. I can't afford this. Blah, 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 blah. And she told him over and over again, I'm not going to have an abortion. I'm not going to get rid of my pregnancy and even after little mar was already born he continually tried to persuade her to give the child up because the final the financial burden that the child put on him and their family this dude's a monster thank you for reading my last note this dude really is a monster (laughs) um nothing funny about that but the death penalty is definitely a thing in thailand and thai prisons are no motherfucking joke no they're not no, really not. I think I've told you this, but I watched, like, a Locked Up Abroad mm-hmm. on a Thai prison. They get crazy. Dude. And they're gross. Yeah. They're bad. So yes. hopefully he's getting every single fucking thing that that piece of shit deserves, because fuck him. Hopefully. Anyways, Bree kind of mentioned mine case, and it is a very big one. 
Uh, it's actually the case that put Thailand on the map, pretty much. On the map? Yeah. Like it, international it, crime wise? Yeah, pretty much. Well, that they already had a lot of issues with crime and drugs and syndicates and shit like that. And syndicates? Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like criminal syndicates, like organizations. But what does the word syndicate mean? I don't know. I have no idea what syndicate means, actually. You just used it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Proceed. Syndicate means an organization, like a group of people that are doing criminal acts. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's what it means. <laughs> I didn't look it up, and I decided to use that word. Sorry. <sighs> Good job. Anyways, this is about two young tourists who were killed uh, on September 15th, 2014. In Thailand. It's a recent one. Yes. Somewhat recent. So the case is about David Miller and Hannah Withridge. Withridge? I think that's how you say it. I'm sorry. Uh, These two people I actually only met, like, very randomly because uh, David was from Jersey and Hannah was from the UK in, like, North Fork. Or Norfolk. Norfolk. (laughs) Sorry. And uh, for this, it's kind of weird because I have never heard about this complex. But then when I researched the complex, like the area they went to go stay at, it was actually really popular and a lot of people go there. Like it's one of the bigger touristy areas. So it's not like a deserted area. No, no, no. no. It's it's really rural because it is just. It's rural, huh? It's just straight up just an island. It rules. Anyways, I'm trying to do my fucking case, and all you're being is obnoxious right now. Hi. <laughs> so, the, anyways, the fucking place is called the Ocean View Bungalows. It overlooks the white sands of uh, Surrey Beach. So don't go there. No, don't go there. And this is one of the islands, uh, Co-Toyo? Teo? Teo? Is that how you say it? I, I don't know. It's Thai. Yeah, I'm We're saying sorry. it really We're sorry. We're ignorant. So this actually happened the morning of September 15th, 2014. So the, like, the groups of friends were all out drinking. So it was, like, early, early morning, like, probably, like, 3 a.m., 4 oh, a.m. Like early. from the night before. Yeah, from okay. the night before. And um, they, were, they were seen on the beach together after leaving a nearby bar. And Hannah was actually 23, and she was from Great Yarmouth, Norwork, Norfolk. Norfolk, and the it's in the UK. <laughs> Anyways, and she's laughing now as I read this line. She was raped and beaten to death. That is not what I was laughing at. Miller was a year older at 24, and he was from Jersey, and he suffered blows to the head, and he was actually left to drown in shallow surf. They pretty much just beat him, and then like left him face down in the sand, and let the oh. you know the shore come up to him. And they said that in the investigation that he probably died from blunt force trauma before he drowned. But they couldn't determine that because there was fluid in his lungs. Right. Okay. So they, but they're like from the, from the, you know, severity of the blunt force trauma to the head, like, you know, he, he probably was out for it before he drowned. God, and you're drinking, you're on a fucking beach off the coast of Thailand and this on place vacation. Is, yeah, and this beach is like... It is literally paradise. God, that's And that's terrifying. what the biggest, that was what, like the biggest thing with the ties were, where a lot of people were, and I don't, it, that was for this case too, but there's other cases as well. And a lot of people, when they were out there traveling or they're part of the group or whatever the case may be, they went on social media, they, you know, had news reports in their hometown, stuff like that. Thai police actually put out like an arrest warrant for Facebook administration because they're talking crap about the island. They're very visitor ran economy, so it we was a have very freedom big, of speech in our country though. But they're talking slander and they're pretty much saying that no that didn't happen. You're you know you're slandering our name because that's not what happened. This is what we came up with our investigation of what happened. It was a suicide or it was you know accidental death or it was this. So they're pretty much covering up all this shit so the tourists think that they still have these pretty beaches and it's all paradise and everybody loves everybody and shit like that 
and we'll get into it in this case of wow. why it was like really this case really put Thailand on the map because it was so it was it was really big anyways uh yeah they both died in very horrific circumstances and i that sucks because they were literally there for she, Hannah was there because she had just finished school and it was she was taking a gap year, gonna go travel. It was like her first place before she went to like New Zealand, South oh Africa, and all these other places. And David actually had already pat like you know graduated school year before, and this was kind of the same thing. But he was going with a lot of his friends, and he was actually a civil engineer and structural engineer. Wow. Yeah. Well, he you know he went to school. I don't know if he actually had a job yet or not. He was. He had a degree in that, yeah, at least, yeah. civil engineering. Yeah, and I worked which as is, a civil engineer, which is awesome, because that degree is, like, eight years long and takes you fucking forever, and, yeah. So he was set, but he didn't even get to explore options of work or career paths and stuff. So the Thai police actually believed that Hannah may have turned down the advances of a local man after reports emerged that the pair were seen arguing with the alleged gangster in a bar. They added that they still believe sexual jealousy is at the heart of these crimes, or of this crime. Okay. David and Hannah both were captured on CCTV leaving that same bar, and then moments later, or, you know, later found at the beach, which is right down the street from the bar. So, and they're walking in that direction, so that's why they said that they were together. And the weird part about it was was just weeks, like, I mean, like, two, barely two weeks after David and Hannah were found on the beach, Thai police released statements saying three Burmese uh, workers were detained and were, they, their DNA tests, or their DNA was taken for testing during the investigation. One of them admitted to killing the two foreigners, though. Okay. So now we have... <laughs> A gentleman from the, you know, two people from the UK, one person from, or three people from Burmese, and it's a crime in Thailand. Now, do you see how big it is? Like, you got Burmese, you got the UK, and you got Thai trying to cover up what's happening in Thai. So these Burmese people still come to work here, as well as the UK, UK people still come here to visit and spend money and make their... Is it common workers. for Burmese people to work in that From area? what it sounded like, yeah. And it's from, like, working in the fields to, you know, working in the bars to fucking all that crazy shit. Elephants, it's like... It's like the J1s at China Peak. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so they actually... The police actually added to that there's... They still have to wait for DNA test results, which they had expected to have, like, returned in, like, 14 hours from now in order to confirm that, you know, these people were the suspects that they're looking for. And the police had previously said that they believed that there's three men involved in the attacks. So you kind of see what I'm pointing at here? These Burmese workers, like the migrant workers, they were always the scapegoats for a lot of their crimes. Oh, okay. Because they're coming from another country, they're already poor, and they see you know this pretty white girl with this pretty white boy on these pretty beaches, and they get jealous because they don't have that, and they're working off their you know working their ass off just to survive, and that's what the Thai police were pretty much trying to say. That's fucked up, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, very fucked up. So uh, they they pretty much painted this picture, and then now they're grabbing the people that will fit is really what this whole case was trying to, or what I'm trying to present in this whole case, because that's how I felt. And this is my opinion about the case. This is what I got from the notes. This is how I felt about it, so I don't really give a shit what you say. We're the ones with the microphone, bitches. Exactly. You could cap lock me to death, whatever you want to do. I don't really fucking care. Yeah, nobody cares that much. No, I don't really think they do. So, um, earlier in that week, they actually said that Hannah had been raped by her two killers after two different semen samples were collected from her body and the Burmese Aww. bar workers were uh, Zhao Lin and Wen Zhao Tun who f were found guilty of murder in 2015. So the DNA matched is what... Just wait. Okay. And they lost an appeal in 2017 but the men had claimed they were tortured by police and their legal team had argued evidence, evidence had been mishandled. 
So meaning that they confessed. Mm-hmm. Now nah, they got tortured to say those things. Right. And that their semen samples matched, or their DNA matched those semen samples. Yeah, no, you guys tortured them, got a bunch of fucking DNA samples from them and stuff, and just fucking kind of threw everything together and made it look like it matched, is what the, to me, what was happening in this case. I mean, is that what happened, though? That's not what they're saying, but they got off. They got the death penalty off. They're still in prison for the crimes, but they didn't get the death penalty. Okay, I just don't understand how you're gathering these inferences. Inferences of what? Were you reading that people thought that this was... Yes. Okay, gotcha. Yes. And they're pretty much, like, everybody that was talking about it was, they're, they're pretty much fucking accurate. Like, you can't say that the DNA matched, and then two weeks later say the DNA didn't match. But this DNA here matched, but, you know, we have this DNA also that we still have to test, and we're not sure if it matches or not. So if this one doesn't work, we're going to go ahead and test this DNA sample. So pretty much they're saying this is A, this is B, this is C, this is D. So any which way, we're going to get away with doing what we're going to do. Okay. And uh, because of those statements of, like, the suspects saying that they're tortured and you know these confessions aren't real and the evidence isn't real that's when david cameron obtained an agreement david cameron and he was from uh the uk oh isn't that the guy that wrote avatar i don't know how do you know that i don't know i don't fucking think so i think he was like a police chief or something like that because he obtained an agreement from the thai prime minister oh that British investigators will be sent to Kai Kaiotoya, the island where the murders Koteo? happened. Koteo. Kaiotoya. Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> so uh, this move was an a- actually an attempt to ensure, like, the families of David Miller and Hannah, that the judicial process was being carried out in a fair and transparent way, and that the murderers would be brought to justice. Fair. And the Burmese president where the Burmese workers, the migrant workers, the suspects of killers, mm-hmm. uh, he actually made a comment, or urged, is what I said, to Bangkok not to treat the two men as scapegoats. If they are guilty, action should be taken accordingly to the law. He was quoted as saying by agency French Press, however, the investigation needs to be clean and fair. And then, like I was saying earlier, that this case was so big on many levels, and that's be- why. Because wow. British- Britain was trying to get involved, or was getting involved. The Burmese president was looking out for it, and Thai wanted to solve this case because British police are coming in, and, you know, the Burmese, you know, all that crazy shit. So, uh, it, and uh, you'll have to do some research on this case to figure out what I'm talking about here, but a lot of the stuff that I was looking into and why I didn't really put it together in here is just due to the fact that a lot of it's like no one has actual evidence. Even the Thai police. They don't have actual evidence. So where did the semen sample come from her body? That's the whole thing. They they just said it came from her body. And they're like, well, you conducted a post-mortem like weeks after she was dead. So where did you actually collect the semen from? You know what I'm saying? Because they why didn't. Did the, why did the autopsy take weeks to conduct if she was found right after she was murdered? Because they didn't do an autopsy on her. She was just murdered. So they're like, oh, she's dead. Okay. What? Yeah. A lot of it happened that way. So basically, it was more of a fact of, oh, these people aren't going to let this rest. Yeah. And now we actually have And to they do said that there was a, a hula ho or a hoe used as the murder weapon. A hula ho? Yeah, a hoe. Damn, that like would a garden. hurt gardening thing Ow, yeah so hannah was uh a student at university of essex in hemberg hemsby hemsby wow what is wrong with your eyeballs and david was a civil and structural engineer graduate from jersey and they both were bludgeoned to death and a post-mortem ex uh, (laughs) examination showed hannah had been raped they were convicted of uh, murder in Thai court and sentenced to death. 
but the mothers of the suspects actually lodged an appeal at Kosumi, right? Is that how you say that last one? Probably. Uh, court in May of 2016 to pretty much saying that they want that the judgments of like particular DNA evidence used in an investigation and the case was upheld and taken to Thai Superior Court. So pretty much they gave the attorneys 30 days to show that, you know, the evidence was mishandled, the DNA evidence doesn't match, and, like, all that kind of shit. So they kind of gave them, like, a pre-trial, or a retrial. Okay. In a sense. And Ty's final court of appeals actually was actually the ones that granted that, if that makes sense. So okay. it's through Superior Court, but the the court appealing system was the one that granted them that for the superior court okay and that's like unheard of really from what i've done in research wise and tie like you if you did a crime you just go to court and you're fucking sentenced you, there's no superior Jesus court and shit like that Christ. Yeah. but i think it's a different case because there's you know burmese people involved ty was the one running it because that was where the crimes were happening and the suspects were uk so, uh, you spelled hoe like your mom's a hoe and not like garden hoe. Okay, and you hoe? <laughs> Fucking A. <sighs> and uh, the families were pretty much saying, or actually, this was said by Andy Hall, but it was he's one of the attorneys from for the family, and. Uh, they're saying that we don't believe the court can say beyond reasonable doubt that Sulin and his accomplice were responsible for the events that took place in September 2014. Shit. Yeah, the defense lawyers uh, argued DNA from a garden hoe allegedly used as the murder weapon. Damn. Did not match samples taken from the men oh shit yes they also claimed evidence had been mishandled by police and the pair's confession were results of systematic abuse of migrants in the areas okay that is really fucked up yes the collection transportation testing analyzing analyzing uh, reporting and storage of forensics or dna evidence used in the Koi Teo murder case didn't comply with international standards. So do you get what I'm going at now? Yeah. If you wouldn't ask all these fucking questions before I get to my notes. It's my job. Okay. So prosecutors said DNA evidence collected from cigarette butts, a condom, and the bodies of the victim linked Su Lin and his accomplice to the deaths. The men's, the men's, <laughs> the men from Myanmar, Myanmar, I have no idea how to say Myanmar, retracted their initial confection, uh, confessions. They took back the cookies. <laughs> they took back the cookies. <laughs> and they're pretty, they're saying that they were tortured by police. And that's why they were, they confessed. They just pretty much told the police what they wanted to hear so they would stop fucking torturing them. I would too. Yeah. So, uh, Hannah's family actually traveled to see parts of the trial of the two young Burmese workers that were accused of murder. And the experience was very difficult. No shit. Most of the relatives actually walked out at one point when the court started showing pictures of Hannah's body mm -hmm. and her details of her injuries. That would be extremely hard. I think I'd throw up. Yeah. Her, Hannah's family pretty much offered no comment and no worries, uh, or no comment on worries about, like, the misconduct of the Thai police and the whole they arrest. They can see how convoluted they are. I wouldn't either. Yeah. And they, they were pretty much saying that, you know, they didn't really say anything about the torture or the extraction of the confession from the men, so they just, they didn't make any comment on any of it. Okay. In December, in a statement released by the foreign office, they said they were conf uh, confident in the Thai police work. The Miller family also traveled 
to see the court hearings and they were they they also pretty much were saying that they had no comment up until a certain point when David's father spoke and this was after all the court hearings and stuff like that because David's parents and David's brother also traveled to the island where you know their son and where his brother was killed and they left Mintos including like a copy of a program from David's funeral service Aww. and David's father actually said at the end that uh, it became clearer and clearer that David was likely only stepping in to save the girl that who was in trouble because that was more or less like his character I'm cry. That's so and awesome. he continued to say more things and that at first he he said he knew that David had tried to save her and that was just a guess but now that he has seen evidence and stuff like that he he knew that he he seen the girl and couldn't leave her in a time that was you know that she needed help the most and that he tried to fight them off and you know that that's why his dad loved him but his dad also has started speaking about how it became irritating because to lie, uh, to lie, Thai investigators are actually keeping them at bay and like keeping them in dark and not letting them know certain details and like certain oh, things yeah. and stuff like that so he he did he said no comment about it but at the same time he he was kind of hinting at like you know the story of what they pinned made no sense to us because this is what my son's character was like and i know for a fact that he probably stepped in at the bar and you know noticed the girl was getting hassled stepped in and was like hey you know you're good I'll, I'll walk you home let's go and then got ambushed on their walk back to the hotel room by that same guy that they had an altercation with in the bar and my son tried to fight him off and then you know it didn't work out well that's fucking terrifying yeah so what my thought was was how you're talking about a lot of the cops being involved with criminals in the area it's a very small island Maybe they knew exactly who did it, and they're like, we're going to blame these two people for it and keep all eyes off this guy because he makes us money. Maybe. Because a lot of this shit didn't make fucking sense to me. Yeah. that I mean, that makes sense. What you just said makes sense. Yeah. And with that being said, that is Thailand, and we are going to be getting on the plane tomorrow for Thailand, so bye, bitches. So wish us luck. Hopefully we don't get arrested for something we didn't do. I'm or... just pushing Bri on the ground so she's getting arrested, not me. Oh, wow. Now you guys know. You know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go live in Cambodia. Why? Oh, the other part of that story was me <laughs> killing you there. Oh, got it. Yeah, so be careful, all right? So now I'm afraid of Thailand and my own husband. <laughs> Good. I'm yes. so excited. I'm surprised you haven't been afraid of me this entire time. Oh, my God. By the time you guys are listening to this, we are on an airplane surrounded by people dead. that we hate. I'm anxious <laughs> as fuck. Wade's irritating the shit out of me. And I'm hungry. Can we bring snacks on a plane? Yeah. That's one of our biggest things that we're stopping for on the way there is snacks. Let's go buy some snacks right now. Okay. Well, no, because you're going to eat them all. They're not, we're literally going to have to buy two because you're going to eat one and then save the other. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>